You can hear me? I can. Hey, April. Oh, I, hadn't started, or I hadn't started oh. Audacity. Oh, there you go. Hi, friend. How are you? I'm good, girl. How are you doing? It's been a few weeks. It's been some weeks. We're yeah. a little behind. Let's Are go ahead we? and tell the people off. Yeah, we're a little behind. Just a smidge. I'm going to go ahead and let the people know that we're, this is going to be our last episode for the year. Ooh, ooh. Oh, holidays. It means the holidays yeah. are here. We'll be back sometime before spring. I'm thinking yeah. between our birthdays, we'll be back. Say what's up to the people. What's up to the people? What's going on with you? How was your weekend? It was good. It was a nice little love fest with um with the bestie visiting for her birthday. Aww. Um, yeah. I saw my bestie this weekend too. Yay! I went to um. They had uh, the the girls had um extracurriculars in Auburn. So oh, okay. I was like, oh, let me come down and join y'all for dinner. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and so you saw your bestie, but y'all had a yes. lot more time together. Yep, yep. She came in Friday and then left today, so we just hung out and talked crap and did therapy on each other and with each other, you know. All that type of stuff that we do. Therapy? I mean, you know, it's all good. We just be talking. Oh. Philosophizing. Completely sober. But, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That doesn't we, sound like you at all. Oh, shut up. Had these people thinking I got a problem. Never as I know. look, as I think about the fact I need to go get me some sangria. Anyway. Thinking about you, I'm thinking about you in the early days of the pandemic. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was, I was, I was approaching problem status, probably. <laughs> but yeah, um, so, I had a Christmas party. Oh my gosh, Dina! I had a Christmas party last night. Can I tell you? Let me tell you what happened. Speaking of the pandemic, so the the host had a karaoke machine. So it was, you know, hey everybody, we're all doing karaoke, which mm -hmm. you know. Down for the karaoke. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I had decided typically I have, I usually sing um, Fame. Mm -hmm. That's my That's go to song. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Um, uh, R.I.P. Irene Cara. R.I.P. Irene Cara. And because R.I.P. Irene Cara, I thought, you know what? I'm going to take it back to Sparkle. Yes. So I get up there and I'm like, I'm going to sing some, giving him something. He can, he can feel. Listen. That's what I knew you were about to say. Mm -hmm. When I tell you the problem, there were several problems, Dina. Oh, no. So I was not the first person to to sing. There were several people who had gone before me. Mm -hmm. And at some point, the, we all just started belting along with everyone who was who was up there singing. Okay. And so my voice was basically gone mm -hmm. by the time I got up there to go. And by the so, time you got the mic. Listen, that was that key was way too much for me to tackle. It was mm. very difficult. I was mm. like, I don't remember being this high. And I could not hit. I mean, like I know I've sung along to this song many times, that sound many a time, and it was not working on that day. But that was not the worst of it. Oh no. Oh no. Listen, it was an ugly Christmas sweater party. Mm -hmm. And I tend to lean in the direction of gaudy. 
when I go ugly Christmas sweaters. I could see that. So I had on a very bright, wrinkly, you know, sparkly sweater. Because mm -hmm. I'm still trying to talk you off to the sparkly hat train that we talked No, about ma'am. a while ago. No, ma'am. But anyway. Mm -hmm. I also had on gold lame pants. Oh, okay. And I have gold sequin, um, like four or five inch wedges Oh, wow. on that I was wearing. Yes, she was she was quite the sparkle bunny, honey. Mm. So I'm doing my choreography because I'm like, look, the the singing's not working. I need to get it together at least with choreography, right? Mm And um, and I'm doing this little sachet to the front, and I start -hmm. Mm doing all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, I kind of stumble, and I'm thinking the rug must have, like, bunched up under my feet. And that is not what happened. What happened was the, the sole -hmm. of my shoe came completely off came off. the pandemic. The pandemic did a lot of our shoes like that. They were just sitting there and This know what is to the do. fourth time it's happened. Yeah. Yeah. The fourth time Yeah. I have had shoes destroyed because of the goddamn pandemic done dried Yep. up the glue in my shoe. Yep. 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 Me and one of my coworkers were talking about that, or a couple of my coworkers we were talking about that at work one time. Girl, them people fell out. Oh, the the laughter was was raucous. Goodness, I am not someone who is easily embarrassed That's because a good thing. My love, I was like, oh, I'm still going to do it. And now I'm trying to stand on my tiptoes because one shoe is on and one shoe is <laughs> not. Oh, People But you were are committed, baby. You were committed. Yes. I, I, need, I need the video. The problem is the person who has the best video, <laughs> she has an iPhone and it's not going to transition well. I really wanted to upload it to TikTok for posterity, but she could email it to you. she could email it to me. I could probably upload it to TikTok. But maybe that'll work. Anyway. 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 So I had fun. And I did not have anything to drink. So what's going on, Ms. D? What are we talking about today? What you got on the on the agenda for us? Oh, Girl, what are we talking about? I don't know what we're talking about. so Forever Flotus has a book out now. I've not read it yet. I just ordered it. Oh, is it is it on shelves now or is it only Oh, ordable? yeah. No, it's 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 on on shelves. shelves. Like, it's available. Yeah, because she was her tour talk type thing. She was in the at the Fox yesterday, Friday and yesterday. Really? Yeah, she was at the Fox I talking did not about know. it. I would have pretended to be there. Mm -hmm. um, the Light We Carry, I think, is the name of it. So I saw some people talking about this on Twitter. Mm hmm And I was really fascinated with the conversation. I don't know what I missed. I don't know if she did an interview somewhere or something. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's been doing. She's been on tour, mm -hmm. so she's been promoting the book, going to different cities and doing like she did at the Fox last night. She had like a conversation with Tyler Perry. You know, he moderated, so she's been doing a version of that throughout So the they country. were, her braids are so cute. This is the braid she didn't want to do while she was at these micro braids. These are cute. Have you seen this picture? I, I've seen her in braids like a bunch of times and they're always cute. Have you seen this picture? I've seen that picture, yeah. I love it. That's really cute. And the outfit is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. So, Mm-hmm.
I saw people on Twitter talking, but and I, I I don't remember exactly what was said because I was only half paying attention to the conversation. But I recall her saying, somebody posted, an, I guess, an excerpt from the book where she was talking about how marriage has ups and downs or difficult times. And sometimes mm -hmm. those difficult times can last years. That's just what stood out to me. Times of And discomfort. she, saw, she called it a house of discomfort. Mm -hmm. Or times of discomfort. Times of discomfort. And they can last for years. And I was just thinking, I have a friend who I've kind of been coaching, not really coaching, but just kind of talking about, you know, relationships and the fact that they're hard. Mm -hmm. And that until you both make a commitment and a decision, and when I say a commitment, I don't mean marriage. I mean, you both come to an agreement that you all are going to be in it and do the work that's required. Mm -hmm. Then you just fucking around Man. before that, you know? And uh, so when she said that, I kind of felt affirmed in a, in a way because mm -hmm. I felt that I wasn't talking shit out my ass. I, I must have learned some things in 16 years of relationship, 10 years of marriage. What did you think? Um, yeah, no, I think, I, I think that's something that we always say that it's not, I think the way that I've heard it said before is that relationships have seasons. Like that's Mm. kind of a thing that I'm so it's not going to always be. He's saying that last night too. Mm -mm. Um, mm -mm. But, <laughs> but they have seasons. So, you know, you're not always going to have summer where you just like, mm. you know, where it's just like on and popping. You're not spring where it feels new and exciting. You know, sometimes it's going to be some fall. It's going to be some winter. Like, I feel like that was what she was speaking to hmm. in a way, it, the way that I've, I've seen it I'm play out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'd also seen people talk about how. So some people interpreted her saying that as this is what you must contend with to have um, a relationship. And even my interpretation of it was, yes, that I mean, that is true. But like you also can know that you can just say that I'm opting out of that. Like, I don't I don't want to deal with years of discomfort like that's what I heard somebody say like I don't want to like how am I dealing with years of discomfort but you know to your point like you said if you're committed to the person then you're going to be committed to the work and then I just feel like a lot of people are intentionally misinterpreting what she's saying or dismissing what she is saying mm -hmm. because it doesn't apply to them which mm -hmm. it doesn't have to um They're trying to clean it up. They're trying to make it sound better. You know, they're trying to elaborate in a way that I don't think she meant. Yeah. Like, I think she said what she said. Right. And you, I mean, and then we know so many people romanticize marriage anyway. Mm -hmm. So then there's that. But I can't wait to read the book. I'm very excited about I need to go on here and read Becoming because I'm behind. Yeah, you probably well. It's probably standalone. I mean, again, I don't have the new one yet, but I'm sure it is standalone. But I, I, I mean, I want to have read the first one. Mm -hmm. Becoming was uh, really good. Yeah, and I kind of have time now, sort of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also plan on reading Jamel Hill's book too. By the way, 
Listen, I heard, I listened to her um, interview on the Red Table. Mm, And that was a good one. when I tell you, it's something about people having, people overcoming um, adversity. That I think is a key component of success. And they even said that on um, the Wakanda movie, Wakanda Forever, didn't Mm-hmm. uh, they said something about uh, people who have had the most, most adversity make the best leaders or something like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel something like that's to that effect. something Maybe to that I, effect. I remember it was in the movie, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was something like that that Namor said to, to Shuri, but. Oh, probably you. You've seen it multiple times too, though. So yeah, I have only to seen defer it twice to you. love it's been a few weeks How many but more? that One time. but but that 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 quote was uh It stood out. that quote that well the quote was talked about uh, that's why it's it's um Okay. able to reference it because i think that was one of the quotes that they talked about even prior to the movie coming out Okay. Okay. um, when he said that but it's something about the adversity and the thing is it's funny because somebody else recently said that um I guess there is um, a movement of people who say that people in poverty should not be allowed to have children. Um, which I think people who have had extreme poverty feel like things were really, really hard and they wouldn't want to subject anybody to that. But then I think about all the people who have had been able to overcome that and get past it. And we would be without those people now because... Because you would have been born poor. Like, I don't want to condemn anyone to a difficult life. But at the same time, adversity makes, I mean, what is it? Pressure makes diamonds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pressure build it bus pipes to build diamonds. Listen. Yep. 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 Yeah, I I that was a great it was a great red table talk. I really so I can't wait to I I purposely though waited a minute to get her book because it you can tell it's like real heavy. And I I wasn't I hadn't been in a place where I needed to where I wanted to deal with heavy, but now I'm like, okay, I'm that's I ordered hers and Michelle's at the same time because my Mm -hmm. thought Oh, really? is to read them like read Jamel's and then read Michelle's <laughs> You so feel I can. what is going to get you through to the next one? You know, Strategery. <laughs> here's something else that I took away from that Red Table Talk that I think is interesting is the notion of having grace or understanding or forgiveness for your parents. Yeah, yeah. Because it's something that I had to learn um, in Yeah. order to, to be able to get to a place where I was not always just sitting on mad Angry. Mm-hmm. every time I had a conversation with my mother. And I've talked about that on this podcast multiple times before. Mm But when you stop to recognize what your, and in this case, I'm going to say mother, but I'm sure the same thing for fathers, has been through. And you see how those experiences have, has created who she is and, and gives clarity to why she parented the way that she did. Mm-hmm. It just makes it a whole lot easier 
to it sounds bad but like accept and move on I was going to say swallow, but I don't want you to just swallow it. You know, you got to accept it and move on. And that doesn't mean putting up with bullshit for the rest of your life. What that Correct. means is being able to maintain and enforce the boundaries that you've created. Right. And possibly, I guess... using those boundaries and those understandings to guide the way you interact with that person. Yeah. To basically chart a new course. Like we can't change, we can't the, change you know, anything. short, short of, you know, certain, like you said, short of like you not needing to engage with them anymore. But if it's, if, if, if at all possible, you know, to give that grace and chart a new course, like, all right, this is how we going to move forward. Um, Because, yeah, like, and I think the older you get, the more you recognize, like, like, I always knew that I was going to do something wrong in parenting. Like, I, I went into parenting knowing, right, that I was going to mess something up. Because how can you not? I knew that I wasn't going to mess up in the same ways that I felt my parents had messed up because mm -hmm. those were the things that were top of mind. Mm -hmm. But I knew, but I think the further along the journey you go, you recognize like, you know what? I probably need to kind of activate some of this grace now. If, if, if they're wanting to be a part of mm -hmm. my life, you know, I need to and allow also, that. I want to be clear Um, I think people who struggle with that are people who are way too enmeshed. Mm. Um, and so when I'm saying uh, extend grace, I'm not saying be a doormat. Correct. Or Correct. accept whatever treatment you're given. Well, you clearly said the boundaries that you yeah, said. You got to yeah. maintain boundaries. Like, yeah. you know, people who have parents who just do too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are people who have had parents who were great parents. Mm-hmm. And they didn't experience the types of things that you and I experienced growing up. Mm -hmm. um, but they feel like they owe a debt or their their parents have taught them that now you owe me because I've raised you and, and I've made you who you are. And oh, so they wow. don't want to say, they don't want to tell their, their parents no. Oh, that's different. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a different thing. And so I just want to be clear. And I mean, that's just an example of mm -hmm. something I've seen adults struggle with is parents having expectations and making demands because I'm your mother. I brought you in this world and how right. could you not do for me? Right. Yeah. No. You know, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. don't do that. And so when I'm thinking about people being too enmeshed, when I'm thinking about people who are, you know, not willing to say no. Right. They feel like don't they know can't. how to create those boundaries. Right. Bless your heart, candy birth. Um, <laughs> right. You know, I I get I get why hearing me say that is difficult. It took me having to disconnect my mother for some years. Amen. <laughs> to be able to grow enough mm -hmm. to even mm -hmm. start thinking about how to get past. All of that stuff. Hello. So, so sometimes it's necessary. Mm-hmm.
you know, and there are people who never reconnect. And if your parent is the type who's like, who's not willing to acknowledge and take ownership, which I don't necessarily think my mom's the type to acknowledge and take ownership. Mm. She kind of has, but she, I don't think that she, rec we've never, we never had the opportunity to have a conversation. And now we won't have that conversation. Yeah, no, you can't. Um, But Yeah. Yeah. But and sometimes that's not gonna happen. Like you just gotta do it for you. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with adjusting my expectations Right. and changing the way I navigate that Right. Right. field. Yeah. and it's it's not perfect because I will never have the relationship that I've always wanted with my mom Right. but Right. life is not a fairy tale Exactly. so Exactly. yeah And it's it's I mean I, I don't know that you wanted to go into that but it you talking about this reminded me of the interview you told me to watch with uh Kelly Rowland Kelly and Rowland Angie Martinez. and Angie Martinez. It kind Is of it reminded Martinez? me Martinez Mm -hmm. mm, um because it was very much like you just said and that Yeah. that broke my heart though like Angie's story It was broke hard my to heart listen to. and I don't know if you went back there was like a follow up that she did Yes, I did. okay so I I listened to the Mm -hmm. follow I did. up I as did well that just a few days ago because yeah I just happened to notice it. And I was like, well, I guess yeah I'll listen to this. yeah where she talked to the investigator and they kind of really talked about all the stuff um I can't imagine reaching out to a parent. Y'all, if you haven't listened to the Kelly Rowland interview, um, well, the interview that Angie did with Kelly Angie Rowland, is uh Angie Martinez in real life is in the real life, is the podcast. Um, and I think her primary platform is YouTube, but I listen to it on Spotify. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Kelly, because they had a, a commonality in, in, in being disconnected from their fathers or not knowing their fathers as children or whatever. And so Angie hired a private investigator because she was following the lead of Evelyn Lozada, who I think she didn't do it on Basketball Wise. She did it on that show with Yanla, I think, or maybe the individual, the solo show she had on own Okay. is when I think she went. Did you see that? Nope. Yeah, you're not a basketball wise type of chick. I actually Um, watched one uh, one season. season. Yes. Mm hmm. The basketball wise. Mm hmm. Yeah, Yeah, they Evelyn. there was too much water throwing, but go ahead. <laughs> well, stay away from Potomac, yeah. Uh, Evelyn Lozada had a show on OWN briefly. Okay. Living Lozada, I think is what it was called. Oh, I remember hearing about that. Mm-hmm. And she looked for her. She had her mom on the show and she had her, her um, I don't know if this was on Living Lozada. It may have been on Basketball Wives, but she looked for her dad. And so the Evelyn told Angie, this is who the P.I. was that, that found my dad. And so Angie used him and he found her dad within a couple weeks. And she was just going to call me and be like, hey, Mm -hmm. here Yep, yep, I yep. am. Right. And the investigator was like, whoa, 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 hold on, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. And thank God he did. Because Don't do the man did not, like, that. he <laughs> His didn't. family didn't even know she existed. Right, right. Which I've never stopped to consider that. Right. She said she hadn't either. She was like, she hadn't even thought about That that. he She thought had it his was whole going to be life. a whole thing. Like, oh my gosh, I've been looking for you. And she's like, it was none of that. Like, the man didn't even, like, respond. Yeah, that That was was so unfortunate. sad. But I think what what you just said reminded me, though, of, of what Kelly kind of said to her 
And what Angie seems like in the follow-up got to herself was that, you know, she had the grace to, you know, like the, what, how did she put it? Just she had to forgive for herself. It didn't, ha you know, it didn't have to be dependent upon her having a relationship with him or not. It was just, you know, now I know. And, you know, like Mm -hmm. It is what that it said is. a lot about who she is as a person. She's an awesome person. She seems I know to be. I love I'd Angie. love to have her in my friend group. I love Angie. I've always, I've loved Oh, her I since was talking Ladies about Night. Kelly, but Angie's cool too. Well, I love Kelly too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kelly's, Kelly's bomb. I love the way she checked dude that was trying to, she was like, I got my own light, by the way. I don't know if you heard Yes, about that. I Yeah. did. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly been out here like popping on folks. And it was so Low funny key. because what's interesting is Angie Martinez almost said the same thing, She did. but it was the delivery. Yeah. 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 It was the delivery. She's like, Yeah. you know, I've always intentionally avoided asking you about Beyonce Yeah. because, because you I know, don't people want to disrespect always, you in that way. exactly. And Yeah. it was just the way that it was said. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, Where I that got my man own insinuated light. that Kelly would have something to be jealous of. Like, mm -mm. we're not going to do that. That's my sister. But it was a, it was a projection because he admitted to having issue with was it what I don't know even what show he whose show is he on. It doesn't matter. It don't matter, right? Whoever the whoever the primary <laughs> host is on that show, okay. he admitted to having issue with the fact that he wasn't the primary host, I think is what Oh, it was. okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that So was it was good a projection. that he, that was good that he admitted that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I love Kelly. Give Yeah. Kelly rolling her flowers or her gorgeous Yeah. self. Yeah. She deserves them. Speaking of she deserves. Scrappy and his mama. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. What happened? You don't? I think it's No. Scrappy. Isn't Scrappy on Love and Hip Hop? That sounds familiar. But what happened? You didn't see the clip of him going off on his mom? Oh, man, Dina, you're supposed to know. I don't think I can talk about it well, but basically he said, look, she said he was explaining to her some of the things that were hurtful for him. And she says it along the lines was like, you don't think I hurt too? And he said, I'm the child. You're the mom. You go talk to your mama about your hurt. that's good that's 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 interesting Mm -hmm. I think it was a clip that they dropped uh, just before the new season started or something like that. that's interesting I don't follow the show, so I can't tell you, you know, I can't tell you in detail. I just, I just watched it through one quick time, but he, the way he went off on that mama. so I will say though And she never took any kind of accountability. She like, it was completely over her head. Yeah, no, that's a problem. I will say though, as as again, as I keep saying, like this 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 new era of parenting adults, that is something that I struggle with because I I agree with, you know, he's like, I'm trying to get out my um grievances, so I don't want to hear about your hurt. Like I completely I a hundred percent agree with that. But I will say, well not but however, I will say that that's something that I talk to my kids about these days is y'all do have to recognize though that like our relationship with each other, like I can be hurt because I'm not like I'm your mom, but I'm not just your mom. So you have to 
recognize and understand it, you know, we got to have like a certain level of like a certain type of relationship, a certain type of rapport, like, because mm -hmm. not to say my kids disrespect me, obviously, but just mm -hmm. I think sometimes if you've always been superwoman or superman to them, they almost mm -hmm. don't think that they can hurt your feelings. And it's mm -hmm. like, I got feelings too. So you can say something that would hurt, but like, I need you to understand that. Like, I'm not just mommy. They still mm -hmm. call me mommy, but like, I'm not just mommy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can say something that Aww. will hurt my feelings and get to my, you know. Yeah, that so, ain't what he was talking about. Yeah, it don't sound like it. It sound like it was deeper Ooh. than that. <laughs> it was deeper. And she was like, I forgive him. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I guess she doesn't get along with his wife. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds familiar. And um, and she's constantly causing drama in the drama. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think I've seen that with people that watch the show to talk about how she kind of instigates all this mess and in there. Goes back to what I was talking about because he was saying that he was like living in a whorehouse and yeah, know, yeah, sleeping yeah. in the bed with his mama because of stuff going on in the other rooms and everything. And he was like, You raised me in there, and I'm the one who had to deal with that. But he still has that entitlement where I'm the mom and I helped make you who you are and you're supposed right. to take care of me. That would I, right. I was just talking about that. Right, 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 right. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And I, I, he's very entitled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about Mama Joyce, so I'm gonna I'm gonna not talk about Mama Joyce, but I'm already yeah, yeah, knows. Don't talk about Mama I Joyce. I love Candy too much, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let that. And she's sitting here rocking too while she ooh sitting on her hands. I can see you sitting on your hands rocking. Mama Joy Lee candy along because <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I but I like seeing candy with the girls on the award show recently. That oh, did yes, my heart um, good. I know they got like they little drama or whatever, but it was okay, good. I can't to wait see for them. the show. I cannot wait for their reality show to come out. I can't wait to watch it. You think they're going to have a reality show? No, they are. Oh, really? Okay. They've already talked about it. So apparently Latasha has a gospel album that's supposed to be coming out the same week the show drops. I was going to say, is Latasha going to be a part of it? So, okay. Interesting. Oh, Latasha's in the show. Supposedly her and Tamika, her sister Tamika, mm -hmm. have not spoken in months. Right, 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 right. I remember reading about that after the After the chartreuse gown and the new gown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sister was like, oh, that's your fault. Like, hey. <laughs> you know, I love Escape, and I feel like um, they don't get the respect that they deserve. I've heard people say they're a regional group. Um, And I actually, I was like, that's ridiculous. And I went to look up their tours. You know, they didn't really have a whole lot of touring that they did. They only yeah. did like one or two tours in their yeah. day. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, they had like a quick, it was a quick little run, but it was a successful little run, but they didn't really. But they had three whole albums. Like if you were to yeah. compare them to a total. A TLC. To... TLC they had only one... had three albums too. TLC had. Yeah. TLC yeah. only had three albums. They only had three albums. Yeah. You know, when we were in the conversations about verses, I used to say Escape Your Cope against um, TLC because I don't remember SWC like that. Mm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Obviously, I know SWV, but I never right. followed them to be able to count all their albums and know what their hits right. were. Right. Um, and we talked about that, I'm sure, when we talked yeah. about the verses. verses. Mm -hmm. I, I, I honestly feel like 
Hexcape would be as obscure as all them other girl groups of the 90s if it were not for Candy Burris. I think that I and I know that Tiny, you know, has a certain level of relevancy right now as well. But And Tiny, pause, people don't put enough sauce on really how well all four of them sing, really, honestly. no, they don't. They, cause, but Tiny. And I said that when we talked about the verses too. The difference between Xscape and SWV is Xscape has four singers. Tiny can sing, Tiny like can sing. Tiny can sing. And the way that those girls, what girls, those women harmonize, Mm hmm like you mm can't hmm do the harmonies that they do if you And got that's a Candy weak link. holding the bottom line. If you got a weak link, like you, everybody got to be strong in that because mamas can sing. Listen, And that I don't performance. like, and I don't even like Candy's voice to be perfectly Oh honest no, you with don't. you, We've talked but about it. yeah, Uh-huh. but, but they, they together, they are magical. They killed that uh, performance at the Soul Train Awards a couple They weeks did. ago. They did. And I needed to not have music with the song that they, I forgot, tonight. I like it better when there's no music. Cause I was like, I don't need the musical arrangement behind this. Mm -hmm. I need for them to start just kicking it at the chorus. <laughs> Because I'm tired of hearing Candy struggle with the, those yeah, yeah, opening yeah. notes. Yeah, 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 Just yeah. start with kick off your shoes Right. and relax at the beat. Right, right, right. We don't need to hear about every man needing a woman. It's Right. okay. Right. It's Cause okay. it because it does make it struggle from yeah. Because I almost didn't listen to it because it started with that. And I'm like, oh, here they go again. Right, right, right. <clears throat> But yeah, I'm 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 enjoying the I'm enjoying the whole '90s renaissance that we're seeing. You Yeah, know, wish we could have a revitalization of all the, a lot of those girl groups from the 90s. You just mentioned Brownstone a few minutes ago, perhaps before we started recording. And I was just like, oh, yeah, Brownstone. Zane. Janae. Mm -hmm. Listen, Janae was my. I still will play Janae. Matter of fact, I might go in there and play Janae when we get finished. I play them on a humbug. I love Janae. <laughs> love. Yeah. But so many of them only have one album. Yep. Janae had two. But yeah. Jenny had two. But I just I remember mean, not pronounced that that's a lot. Jenny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then they had, what was their follow up? I see the, the cover art in my head where they were like back to back to each other. Anyway. But, um, That was pronounced Jenny. That was mm -hmm. that was pronounced Jenny. Okay. And so the first one was Hey Mr. DJ, was it? Well, that was the first song. Anyway, anyway, anyway. But um, but yeah, I wish we could get like like you said, Saturday um night. Saturday night. Yes. It came out in 97. Girl, I was out of it in that year. 96, Mm -hmm. Understood. 97, Understood. Understood. 97, 98 is all a blur. It's a blur. We had a, the girl groups of the 90s were just, there was, and it was just one, oh, bless you, one or two hits here and there. You know, we had Total, we had Changing Faces, we had Brownstone. understood. <laughs> mm hmm. Was it SWV? Escape, TLC, Shanae. Yeah, it was a whole. Oh, um, Jade. People don't be talking about them. Jade, yes. Yep, don't walk away. Was a bop. Moken Steph, that was another one. Moken stuff. I thought Smoking that was stuff. the. I remember. I remember Yeah, they were we bumping had some. their names. We had some groups, honey. But Mm -hmm. Anyway. um. Ask you this question before we wrap up, because there was this conversation on Twitter. Somebody had said this, and, and I had never heard of it before. So I want to know if you ever heard of this.
it was a woman. All I all I see in the picture is a black woman. He said, "I can't date too far outside of my race because I'm not." She said, "Culture. I can't date too far outside of my culture because I'm not explaining to anybody why I got to wash my panties in the shower." I'm like, you washing your panties when you get in the shower? It's a you said a black woman? It's a black woman. Where is she from? Exactly. Because that's the so, country shit I ever heard before in life. I ain't never <laughs> forever. Huh? <laughs> Wash your back. I ain't never. <laughs> so you never heard of it before. Not ever. Listen, not never. I, I, it took me a long time to figure out what the hell they was talking about before somebody finally said it. So apparently, I don't know where this woman was from. Okay. But you had a substantial number of people in the comments saying, what the hell is you talking about? Why the fuck would you wash your drawers in the shower? That would be me. And then you had a substantial number of people, I'd say about 40%, 40%, saying, what are you talking about? 40% were like, yes, I do that too. Y'all don't do that? Did they mean actually washing your panties? Yes, they did. Because I'm like, maybe it's slang. Maybe it's slang for something else. But no, it's so quite literal. So what's wrong with like washing machines? You wash your drawers with your other stuff. You wash your dirty underwear with your other clothes. Wow, that was their response. Yes. So how it, dirty or is your underwear that it can't be washed with your other items? <laughs> What is happening? Dina, when I tell you, I was, <laughs> and the thing is, people on Twitter are rude because they don't want to explain anything to you. And people will happening? ask, what are you talking about? And, and and they won't explain it. So when I tell you, I had to go deep, deep, deep. I was scrolling. I don't know how long I was clicking on quote, quote, and trying happening? to figure it out. So apparently, <clears throat> this is a Caribbean and Mexican thing. You said what was the African? Okay, any specific country and on the well, continent? Well, and or? then there were some Asians chiming in saying that they had the same. They were they did the same thing, and okay. so somebody finally said, "I don't know why y'all acting like this. Y'all's y'all washed your drawers in the shower because you were poor." And when you me ma had to walk into town to do the laundry, she didn't want to take all that funky stuff with her. Wow. So apparently when you got to walk to the town center to do all your laundry, the drawers stay home because there's stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you let them sit for too many days. It's some odor. So somebody if said. If you don't use panty shields, you should use panty shields. You should use panty shields. It helps. But anyway. <laughs> and so it, 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 that kind of solves the problem right there. And I know that's a luxury. I know that's the first world thing. And someone, and this was a non-purpose, so I believe it was a white woman who said, you're supposed to wash your underwear out in the sink. Because people were like, well, I wash it out in the sink. When, and maybe it's when I'm on my cycle. Right, right, Most of the time right. I wash it out in the sink. But why right. am I going to get in the sh So you're yeah. conserving, I'm guessing you're conserving water. Oh. By getting in the so. shower and washing them in the shower. While but you're also, in the shower, but also you need to wash them out. But right. you don't wash them in the washing machine at all. Wow. Like the washing happens in the shower. So it was you may only have a one or two pair. Right. It was it's a water conservation thing. 
but I think it has morphed into because this is what they did at one point in time. Yeah, because I'm like, can we we've like evolved, like not want to say evolved, we've like progressed now, right? Like we don't have to do this, so this is so a choice. Were comparing it, they were like, "Well, you wash your chicken." And yeah, we 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 still wash our meat, even though the FDA says don't wash your meat. Right. We still wash my meat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of things that we still do that is technically not necessary to do, but but washing your drawers ain't one of them. My grand, well, my, my grandmama didn't teach me, you know, and and we had I don't know if we had washing women in our family, but you know, I don't I don't I never learned that. But this white lady said you should always at least rinse them out in the sink and let them dry, you know, like hang over the tub or the shower overnight before you put them in the hamper because if you're not using a shield it kind of damages the coloring and it yes. the coloring yes yes which i was yes. like okay yeah yeah fine. that's why i started using painted shields and many moons ago yes. again understand as a luxury got it but that is yes. a good hack that's a good hack to know i was just curious if that was something you've been heard of because never, when never. i tell you i was gobsmacked i, I never, never ever ever Never. The only time, like you said, with only time I have ever washed my underwear in the sink was when I was having periods and stuff would happen. And, you know, the same point that you made. But mm -hmm. at this point, I ain't had a period in almost 10 years, first of all. So, <laughs> so I almost forgot about that, I that area of life. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. You don't think you knew that? No. Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't had a period since 2014. No, I had an endometrial ablation. So any ladies who are listening, if you have very heavy periods and you no longer want to bear children, you can have an endometrial ablation because there's no reason for you to be bleeding like that all the time. So I should have had that. I went to my GYN and I asked for that earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And she convinced me to just scoop it all out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, so I had, yeah, they I had were like. If I had asked for that, and I think my old GYN in California may have recommended it. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a myomectomy because I had fibroid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a fibroid. I had one big fibroid. Um, and I think that's the reason they said that it was definitely an option for me because I didn't have any other issues. Yes. But so I had to get the fibroid removed. Right. Um, but I I continued every year kind of <laughs> on edge because I'm like, I know they're going to go. It's going to go back. It's going to go back. It's going right. to go back. Right. And finally, it was Sherian who was like, why don't you just ask them? Because they started getting heavy and painful again. Yep. And I was, yep. she was like, why don't you ask them for that? So it yep. took me a minute mm -hmm. uh, before I finally... Got to the point where I was, you know, where I asked. Yeah. And yeah. They they uh, had suggested it for me because I had, I'd always actually had heavy period, even when I was, when I first, because I started my period when I was nine. So it didn't start heavy. I didn't, but I had heavier periods in my teens. And then after I had kids, like it got heavier. But then even after my second kid and I had my tubes tied, um, I had heavy periods and I just continued on birth control because they suggested the ablation, but I was scared for some reason. But then after mm. I had, after I had the heart attack, I had to stop the birth control. So mm -hmm. that was how I ended up. So yeah, yeah. I, have, I have not had a period since 
Apparently, the ablation is not recommended for women who have had uh, a myomectomy or a cesarean, because those are the same surgeries, those two. Interesting. I had two cesareans. So, so I didn't um, hear that. Well, she, and that was 10 years ago. Okay. He told me uh, this 10 months ago. Mm hmm. And so I was, and I was like, I don't know if I said that, that's weird. I don't want to have it always. She said, well, I don't feel weird. <laughs> so yeah. I had to do my little deep dive and go around and poll women. And I did not encounter a single woman who had had a hysterectomy who said that she regretted doing it. Mm -hmm. Especially so, at our age, probably. Yeah. Yeah. At our age. I, I know that that was, you know, something that they did a long time ago right. but um right. Right. but they did with they recommended it often for black women right without, right right more and often I, than it needed to be yeah and younger right. <clears throat> yeah so I, I did that and I often forget that I had that done mm -hmm. but uh I'm I'm grateful for that show because mm -hmm. yeah I'm grateful for the ablation so whenever I go to the doctor and they're like uh, is there the the is there a chance you could be pregnant? And when what, what was the date of your last period? Like that, I'm always like uh 2014. I don't know, and and, and there's no chance I can be pregnant because you got to keep that child here. Anyway, yeah. So I thought it was really interesting. I thought that was a very interesting conversation. Yeah, and, I had never and, heard of that ever. Yes, and I'm like, you know, it was a Caribbean and African thing, and there were some mm -hmm. some Asian people who had experienced it as well. But um, yeah, interesting. Okay. And the thing is, I didn't like them saying it was about poverty because we've experienced very real poverty here. But I, I don't right. want to go back right. to the first world, third world thing. Right. But I guess poverty here is not necessarily the same thing as poverty in other countries. It's not. It's not. No, it's it's a different. Um, it's a what do they say? A horse of a different color. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And I, while I know. You know, it was times when we didn't have the lights on. It was times when we didn't have no gas. Uh, so I know that we were poor. Mm. Uh, but my mama never said anything about washing drawers. And, and my washing dryer was right in the kitchen. <laughs> it was accessible. <laughs> it was in the kitchen. Right. And, uh, you know, you use it when you need it. So right. Right. There, there you go. Um, but to our diasporic sisters, you know, hey, yeah, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, man. Get it done. Yes. But yes, we are not nasty because we wash our, our underwear with our regular clothes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. But, you know, different strokes for different folks. So y'all, <laughs> like we said at the start of the podcast today, we are going to wrap it up for the year here. So Merry Christmas to you. Happy, Happy New Kwanzaa. Year. Happy mm -hmm. New Year. Happy MLK. Yep. If you celebrate President's Day, then go forward. Mm. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy, Val Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Dina. <laughs> <laughs> can't say Valentine's Day without my birthday. No, we can't. And we will see y'all sometime after Dina's birthday and probably before mine. Yep. Oh, yeah, because I'm going. Are you going to go see that shit with me? No. I thought I told you that. I know I, I should. I want to. I mean, but... it wasn't hardly no tickets then, but. Like... 
Yeah, yeah, I got a child graduating and moving across the country. Girl, so what? Oh, we'll have to talk about about your baby girl becoming an, an official adult now that she's leaving college. Is she taking a job or going for an internship in California? No, she got a job. She got a job offer. They gave her the internship that she had the past two summers. They offered her a job and she accepted it like in October. So she'll be moving to wow. Santa Clara. College, right? No, she'll be moving to Santa Clara. Does she plan on coming back east? Um, uh, maybe eventually she gonna go see what she get her years of experience and, and then go where she wants to go. Yeah, because I'm Santa like... Clara. Have I ever been to Santa Clara? Is I think it's next to Santa Barbara. It's next. Well, I know it's close to San Francisco County. Okay, but Silicon Valley area. Maybe not then. Palo Alto, blah blah blah. So, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I'm like Atlanta ain't closing. Like it's gonna be here. So go and see the world, do the things. If you decide you don't like any of that, you can always like home ain't going nowhere. We'll leave the light mm -hmm. on. <laughs> it's making me sad because Isaac moved out. He did. Yeah, he moved in with my mom, so technically he didn't go out on his own, but he's not here with me. Oh, Yeah. But that's a conversation for another day, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we uh, want you to make sure you go ahead and rank us, rate us, give us a thumbs up or whatever it is you do on the platform on which you listen. Share your favorite episode with a friend. Share it with two. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you to persevere. Go yes, and be great. Go and be great. Do Make things. sure y'all go vote. If you enjoyed I voted. It. I voted last week.